into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, who presents the Two Rivers Ford take each and every night, just as you see right up there on your graphic. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports is how you get in on all the action in your DraftKings Sportsbook app, and we'll tell you about one of the many ways that you can get involved and start making money with DraftKings today. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. And if you are in the market for your dream address without the stress, then call the Gary Ashton team with the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress, courtesy of the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. So, OBJ to the Rams. That was made official by Los Angeles and uh, through multiple reports. I believe Adam Schefter was the first on it today. But certainly a super team feel to a team that the Titans just went out and beat down in their home stadium on national television. Now, I don't just throw that in there without uh, without reason, right? Because it's entirely possible that if the Titans are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, that they're going to make a push, and they may very well end up back in Los Angeles if they make the Super Bowl, and they may see this Rams team again. And what L.A. is doing is loading up in as many ways humanly possible, trading for Vaughn Miller last week, adding Odell Beckham Jr. as he became a free agent this past week. The L.A. Rams are in an arms race, not just against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, potentially teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, even though they're on rocky ground this season. The Green Bay Packers look pretty vulnerable, and we don't know when Aaron Rodgers is going to be back, but they're grasp on the NFC is very, very quickly slipping. And then there's the Titans, the other teams in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens, teams that can legitimately pay, play for a Super Bowl, and the problems that they pose towards this Rams team. And what you saw on Sunday Night Football is that they're going to be able to find ways to stop this offense, and the Rams don't want that to happen to them at all, again, given how things played out against the Titans. But Odo Beckham Jr. doesn't play offensive line, so I don't know how he's going to fix that particular problem in LA. But tonight we're going to talk about the idea of super teams in the NFL because I do think it's interesting. Now, consider this when I ask you the question for your Two Rivers Ford take. I'm not asking you whether you're going to root for the Rams over the Titans just because they're putting together a super team. But I want to know if you're rooting for the idea of a super team specifically with the Rams. So when I ask you, are you rooting for or against the LA Rams? As a super team, it's more about the principle of a super team than it is about the Rams itself. Teams that are going all in, as LA is clearly doing, to try and win a championship right now. That's the idea that the Rams represent, and that's really what I'm asking you if you're rooting for or against. So let us know in the comments section, your Two Rivers Ford take. Are you rooting for or against the LA Rams as a super team? I imagine many of you will still say, that you're rooting against, and that's just fine. I just think it's an interesting conversation to have, given the way that L.A. is approaching things. Um, while you guys do that, I'll tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Forte, and of course, you'll hear from Greg Cosell of NFL Films 
on this subject matter as well. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. TwoRiversFord.com is where you go to find out about all of their cool new vehicles, whether it's the new 2022 Ford Maverick, the upcoming 2022 F-150 electric lightning well it's the electric f-150 lightning but you get my point so many cool vehicles that two rivers ford is going to have available for you when you go out and visit them in mount juliet and if you don't find the exact vehicle you want well two rivers ford will make it real easy for you they will build any ford any color any customizable accessories they will get the vehicle built for you and they will deliver it right to your door. It's called the Built For You program, and it's really, really cool what my friends at Two Rivers Ford are doing. Find out more when you go visit them in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, are you rooting for or against the Rams? The idea of the Rams is a super team. Give me your response in the comments section. Um, OBJ is overrated and washed, says Charles Heron. Well, I don't think he's washed, but he's probably overrated at this point, Charles. I think that, and I made this point yesterday, we kind of talked about Beckham a little bit last night, because I asked Cosell before he had signed, and at that time it looked like the Saints may be the favorites to land him. I asked Greg Cosell, who we do the podcast with every week, um, it's called The Install, go check it out, subscribe, rate, and review. I asked Greg, you know, how much can he legitimately help a team right now that needs wide receivers help. And we know that the Rams don't need wide receiver help. They just need different ways that they can go. If somebody takes away Cooper Cup, well, then they can go to Odell Beckham Jr. If somebody takes away Odell and Cooper, then you got Robert Woods. If somebody takes away those three, you've got Tyler Higby, and on and on and on it goes, right? So I asked Cosell kind of what he thought about Odell at this point in his career, and I thought his analysis at this point I thought I had a pretty good line, but I thought Greg's analysis was pretty spot on. Greg, on the other side of the ball, uh, they have been dealing with plenty of injuries, both at the quarterback position and at the wide receiver. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. at this point remains a free agent. And with the Saints uh, wide receiver arsenal depleted the way it is, is that a player that can legitimately help them as a football team right now, given that that's where a lot of the reporting is indicating that he might end up? Um, sure, he can help them. I don't think he's quite the player he was. I don't think he's quite as explosive. Yeah. I don't think he's quite as good run after catch. Um, I, I, I don't think he's quite as good catching the ball in the middle of the field. Um, but you're dealing with a team who, when they went three wide, had Callaway, had um, Harris, and had Smith. Yeah. So they're certainly looking for, and still, still played meaningful snaps as well. Um, so they're looking for bodies, you know, better bodies. So could he help? Sure. Um, if you just look at the talent, but it's not what it was. Well, and that's, that's been really because Titans fans, obviously, and any team, they see a name, they want to know if their team can add the name. And and at this point, just based on my untrained eye, Odell Beckham Jr. is more a famous person who is also an NFL wide receiver as opposed yeah. to what he has been and which he has been great. And I don't mean, I don't want that to sound like a personal shot, at Odell, he just doesn't seem to have the same kind of ability that made him special. That's what they say about you, Buck. You're a famous person who just happens to do radio. <laughs> you know what, Greg? If that's the only thing that they're saying, that's about as nice a thing that's been said to me in a long time. So we'll take it and run with it. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, that's all speculation at this point. So that's Greg Cosell basically talking about OBJ at this point. And and as Octavius uh, X made 
on uh, or TX made on YouTube says he's not the New York Giants version of Odell Beckham Jr. There's no question, right? He doesn't have the same. Uh, you you heard Cosell's analysis. He doesn't have the same explosiveness. He doesn't do as well catching the ball over the middle of the field. He's dealing with two different kinds of shoulder injuries on both shoulders. So his, you know, his acrobatic lean back diving, you know, matrix Neo catches, they don't happen that way anymore because he's physically not able to do it right now with his situation. Um, for, for, you know, the idea of the Rams, are you rooting for or against them? Here's what I'll say, because I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. makes the difference between the Rams winning a Super Bowl and not winning a Super Bowl. But like Jen uh, Grovett Neal, because we asked you for against the idea of super teams, right? Jen is against it. Derek Rhodes is against it. And I, I think uh, Carl Crossland says rooting against them, but Tampa is basically the same thing. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like the NBA, it's easier to do these things, right? Where you add three or four tremendous high caliber star level players and you're only playing with five players at any given point. So one individual is able to elevate your team that much more because of just the dynamics of basketball versus football, right? 11 versus five on a field or on a court at any one given time. But what you're seeing teams in the NFL do, specifically the Rams and the Buccaneers in the last couple of years, is they're finding ways to just financially make it work, voidable years um, with, uh, with some of their contract extensions. Brady's a good example of that. The Saints have been using voidable years for uh, years for many, many off seasons to try and make things work and get things under the salary cap. Um, there are a lot of teams that do this. Hell, the Titans did this with Jayon Brown this season when they needed a little financial wiggle room. So I, I guess the idea are you rooting for or against, I'm rooting for the Rams this way. And I'll tell you why I'm rooting for the Rams here in just a second. But uh, I'm right after I tell you, about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports is how you can get in on all the action if you're an NFL fan. A to Z Sports is how, as an NFL fan or a football fan, you can win some free bets through DraftKings Sportsbook. When you bet on any NFL game this week, if you bet on Dolphins uh, Ravens, uh, you would have had to because this game is deeply uninteresting without uh, financial implications. If you bet on any NFL game this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, will get new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2ZSports. Bet just $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code A2Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, an interesting situation for the four teams who are looking at this and trying to simulate or trying to replicate the idea that if we push all our chips into the middle of the table, we can win a Super Bowl by just continue. I mean, by basically playing roster Madden at this point, because used to be you would make fun of people who said, oh, yeah, add any name you want. Well, now you can actually do it with the amount of loopholes that teams are finding within the salary cap structure. So 
The latest on OBJ is this going to the Los Angeles Rams, and this is courtesy of Ian Rappaport at the NFL Network. Odell Beckham Jr. just texted Kim Jones Rams. That is about as done as it gets. And, you know, it, certainly it's understandable that Beckham wanted to, uh, wanted to take his time, uh, wanted to make sure that his decision was right, wanted to make sure that when it was all done, he was at the place that he was supposed to go. And for me, what I was told was this was always about either the Rams or the Packers. Those were the two frontrunners. A bunch of other teams, uh, a bunch of other teams were really made a push, made some solid offers. Uh, it's going to be a one-year deal. Doesn't sound like a lot of money, but the opportunity to play in LA with Matthew Stafford in an already good receiving group simply too much for Odell Beckham Jr. So that is the latest on OBJ, the one-year deal that he's signing in L.A., and now the super team concept is officially in effect. So I'll tell you why I'm rooting for the Rams to to win this way. Um, because MB says until they win a Super Bowl, this method likely won't be duplicated much. But, yeah, I mean, MB, a team just did win it with this model and this method, and the Rams are duplicating it, right? The Rams aren't the original ones here. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers legitimately did the super team thing, right? You're bringing in Tom Brady, and then you can recruit guys off of Brady. They're the only team who could get Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. Then you bring in Antonio Brown, and you're only bringing in Antonio Brown if you can find ways to keep him under control. You know who's going to keep him under control? Tom Brady. And Dominican Sue goes to Tampa Bay. JPP is already there. They've drafted a great defense. Devin White, Vita Vea. All these great players, the defense was already built. The offense, they basically built around Tom Brady. The super team thing has already worked. Right now, they've done it with the greatest quarterback of all time, and not everybody has the greatest quarterback of all time. But you do have the model, and it can be successful. So, you know, OBJ at this stage in his career, he's not Antonio Brown. And Matt Stafford is not Tom Brady, obviously. But with this collection of talent, there are things that you can do to put this thing together, to put this team together and find ways to make plays. This is something that I think you're going to see more and more teams coming off of coming off of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're going to see teams find success with that or try and find success with that because they've just seen one team in the NFC do that and win a Super Bowl. Um, do you think Tannehill has hurt a little bit? He has been batted around and seems off with throwing accurately. Uh, no, I don't observe that at all. I think Tannehill has been hugely accurate. I'm not sure what you're referring to as far as his accuracy. That's not an issue. Um, Octavia said, why does an OBJ sign with Detroit? Well, because he's not Josh Reynolds and OBJ has options. Josh Reynolds does not. Imagine going to bed seven and two and waking up 0 and eight. That's a tough scene in, if you're in the NFL. I'm rooting against the Rams just because it would be funny trying to buy a ring. But yeah, isn't that the goal? Like, don't you want your team to buy a ring? Who cares how you get the ring? I mean, well, I mean within, let me let me preface that by saying, within morale, for morality's sake, like you don't sacrifice morals to go out there and win. Although some, some professional franchises will absolutely sacrifice morals if it means going out there. Antonio Brown, signing Antonio Brown is kind of, a moral sacrifice to a degree because that dude's done some bad shit in his life and you don't want that hovering over your football team. What I'll say to you is, I, I mean, the Titans 
Titans are trying to buy a Super Bowl, traded for Julio Jones, paid uh, paid Bud Dupree, paid Ryan Tannehill, paid Derrick Henry, put together the bones of a team that was already ready to go and then tried to put it over the top. I mean, everybody's trying to buy a Super Bowl. I don't think that's an indictment of a team. Do you root against the Titans? Because they're not going to this extreme, but maybe you want them to go to this extreme where you're just consistently trying to add talented players as many different ways as you can in the goal of trying to achieve a championship that season. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that, you know, I root for that model to succeed because I want to see teams do more. I want the trade deadline to matter. I want to see NFL teams up the ante in the season rather than just standing pat and the trade deadline trade deadline being more about, oh, well, teams considered X, Y, and Z trades but didn't actually do anything. No, uh, to hell with that. Do something. Make a move. Go out and try and be aggressive, more aggressive, and win. Um, so let's, let's move on and let's talk about what's happening with Julio Jones, speaking of trying to buy a championship and uh, with a veteran wide receiver that you thought might be able to help you. It's, uh, it's not, it's not going all that great so far. He's been fairly underwhelming, but there were some impressive catches that he made on Sunday night. So maybe that's enough for you to forgive the Julio Jones experience, but right now it's not great. And it got worse, a little bit worse today, given how good things seem to be trending yesterday when last we talked about that in fact I just I literally took the same graphic and I just moved it down because it's the exact same conversation except uh we're talking about it in a bad way at this point the question that I have for you guys about Julio Jones and I'll update you on what happened to him today at practice scale of one to ten how concerned are you about Julio Jones hamstring issue uh because he wasn't on the injury report yesterday hurt himself in practice today Limited during uh, limited on the injury report today, hamstring once again. All he did was run a route, and the hammy apparently got tweaked. So, scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about Julio Jones' hamstring? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it at length together right after I tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without stress. The Gary Ashton tailgate is going to be live and in person in front of the South End Zone at Nissan Stadium, right when you come off the pedestrian bridge. I'll be there. Luke Worsham will be doing the Titans game day morning show there. I'm going to finish my radio show pregame. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to hang out, see Gary, hang out with Luke, do a quick hit on the Titans keys to success. There will be food. There will be cornhole. There will be music. It's always a great time at the Ashton tailgate. So come hang out with the Gary Ashton team and then find out more about the different ways that they can help you maximize your real estate investment at GaryAshton.com. Um, so scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about Julio Jones' hamstring issue? So if you're un, unaware of what happened today to Julio, um, Teron Davenport tweeted out a video of him running a route during a drill, uh, and I'll pull up the exact video so that I can uh, specifically describe it in the terms that TD used because I thought that he analyzed it pretty well. Um, something to monitor, he says, not sure if Julio Jones tweaked anything on this rep, but he wasn't too happy afterwards and walked over to a trainer, was towards the end of the open portion of practice, didn't see him take any reps after that. And sure enough, he pops up on the injury report after not being on the injury report for the first time all season yesterday, no designation for Julio, no injury for Julio, tweaks his hammy today back on the injury report limited with a hamstring. So 
scale of one to 10, how concerned are you? Um, you know, when last we talked to Julio, we talked to Julio Sunday night after the game and he said, yeah, it feels good to put together uh, four quarters. And, and he kind of espoused the same belief on Friday when we talked to him. Now, normally Julio talks to us on Friday and we'll find out whether he's healthy enough. Um, whether they speak to us on Fridays is normally a pretty good indication of whether they're going to play or not. Now with Julio, it's much more a a day-to-day proposition, but last Friday when we talked to Julio about the situation, he was like, yeah, feel pretty good. um, For me, like I said, just coming from injuries and stuff like that, well, not necessarily, I was injured early on, but it's now just um, making sure I'm good to go. Don't want to have setbacks, right? That's the biggest thing is not having setbacks where you're down for eight weeks. Right. So it's like, OK, we can take a week here and impose the four, eight weeks. So just those type of decisions and things like that that we make collectively. So that's Julio talking to the media last Friday. And, and I understand some of the sentiments about Julio. Jen says I jinxed him. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Um, for what it's worth, says Well of John on YouTube, we didn't trade for Julio to win games in November. We got him to win games in January. Um, yeah, but what about the situation with Julio when he's healthy for the first, like completely healthy or as close to completely healthy as it's going to be all year? And he goes out and practice. He runs one, one route and he's back on the injury report again. Like, it doesn't matter when you traded for him to play, like, if he if that's all it takes to get this dude limited, then how realistic is it to rely on him to win games in January? And also, November games count too, John. Like, I think that's, I mean, if you're talking like September, yeah, I would agree with you. But November, that just seems dumb to me that that would be your opinion. Because I understand that you've clinched, basically clinched the division. And you can basically, cl- I mean, you can, I think you can clinch the division if you beat the Texans. Um, in not this Sunday, but next at Nissan Stadium, uh, like you have zero guarantee that he's going to be there in January. You don't have a guarantee that he's going to be in there September, October, November, December, or January at this point. So, like, I think the, the conversation is a fair one. No, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. For what it's worth, we didn't trade for Julio to win games in November, but I mean, how many games has Julio Jones played in so far? Julio Jones has played in one, two, three, four, five, six. So six of nine so far, but I mean, realistically, how many, how many of the snaps is he playing? He's playing, uh, he's playing not a ton of the offense. He plays 78% of the snaps um, in week one, 75 in week two, 50 in week three, didn't play again until week six, 66, 43, 74, uh, did not play again in week eight uh, against the against the Indianapolis Colts, and then 74% of the snaps against L.A. So, like, it's very much an up-and-down proposition. And he's not, like, he's he's playing half of the games or at least three-quarters of the games that he's in more often than not. But, like, it's, it's six of nine games that he's been in. And, I mean, the total production is at this point, what, three, nine, uh, 12, I'm going to do math in real time, 15, 17, uh, 21 catches at this point, um, for just over 200 yards, like the Julio Jones experience, um, actually closer to closer to 300 yards, but like the Julio Jones experience has been wildly underwhelming. Right. And it's, you know, (laughs) your, your, your point is, yeah, it's November, but also 
it's November and he's still not contributing to your team in a way that you need him to contribute to your team. Ethan Ramsey says a nine. Jamal Ferris says a nine. Scale of one to ten, how concerned are you with Julio Jones' hamstring injury? Zero. Uh, I think most of it is Vrabel's BS. No, I don't think that's true at all. Like and MB, like I guess, and let me not let me not dismiss that um, because you know I you guys aren't at practice, right? So you don't see these things that happen or in games when they happen the way that we do. And I don't say that to say, yeah, I know more than you, but I just we see more than you do. So it's not like it's just Vrabel's BS. Like I'm watching a video today that we took at practice of him pulling up limp on a route and then him being pulled and him not running another snap or another uh, another drill the rest of the day and then being limited, coming back on the injury report with a hamstring. So, you know, it's not mostly Vrabel's BS. Vrabel's BS, as you're calling it, is trying to protect the player. And so far, they can't protect the player from his own body at this point. His body continues to betray him. So I, that's, that's a pretty cynical way of looking at it. I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's a fair assessment. Um, 52 yards passing by Brissett. Go Dolphins, says Chin Grove. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, this, this game tonight, I'm not, I haven't even paid attention to it. All I know is that you could use a Dolphins win. Uh, and at this point, three to three, this is a disgusting game. Uh, oh, excuse me. Dolphins 10, three. They, did they just score? I missed a touchdown. I, uh, I must have, I must've missed that while we were doing the primetime show. That's no six to three, uh, for the Miami Dolphins with three seconds left in the half. Blech. Um, Nick R. Johnson says, can you show the video? I can't show the video right now, Nick. I, I didn't ask producer Reed to, uh, to pull it. And so it's not gone through our production process right now, but you can look at it. It's on TDs. It's on Tehran's, uh, Twitter timeline at T Davenport underscore NFL, the exact drill that he pulled up lame on. Um, so for the, uh, for the Titans, um, yeah, I would say it's an eight. Right. I would say that my level of concern about Julio Jones hamstring is an eight because it's <laughs> it's a higher percentage or a higher concern level than games that Julio has played in this season. And I want to be fair to him because he does make a difference when he's out there. It's just that he's not often out there. And that's not an ideal situation, um, especially without Derrick Henry. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of you guys are asking for the video again. You can check it out on Toronto's timeline. We didn't. We didn't put the video into our, uh, we, the video was not part of our pre-show meeting. So um, we don't have the video available to you here, but you can go check it out. Courtesy of TD's Twitter account. Uh, they just honored the ref who died on the way home from the Titans Chiefs game. Yeah, that was a, that's a really tragic situation. We had no idea about that. I think David Beauclair broke that news. Um, so thoughts, uh, of course, to his, to his friends and loved ones. That's a, a horrific situation. Anyway, um, let's move on uh, and let's do a Brimac bounce back candidate and then we'll get you out of here for the evening. And the next time we talk, it'll be Sunday night at Nissan Stadium. Um, the question that I have for you is Brimac bounce back. Who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend? Let me know your Brimac bounce back candidate of the week. Give me your response on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We can talk about it together. I'll give you my nominee. I think it's a pretty good one and maybe a bit tone deaf given the thing that we just talked about, the honoring of the uh, the deceased official at this point. Um, but it will it is relevant and I do think it matters. So you'll forgive it. Uh, forgive me if it sounds a bit tone deaf after the conversation that we just had. But uh, Brian Mack bounce back candidate who needs to bounce back in sports most this week. Give me your response. Mm-hmm. 
on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, Jeff Sheeler says Taylor Lewan. I'm sure that's going to come up a couple of times. I'll tell you who I think needs to bounce back this weekend right after I tell you about Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Commercial, residential, Brymac does ductwork. They will improve your air quality. They will put you in your comfort zone. All of the things that you could possibly need, courtesy of Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, for the Tennessee, uh, no, excuse me, not for the Tennessee Titans, although maybe, um, as some of you mentioned, uh, Taylor Lewan needs to bounce back. He, They need him because the Saints are a really tough defense. I think that they're probably better than the Rams all-around defense. Now they, they'll they be without uh, one of their best players, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, it seems. Uh, he's not yet been officially ruled out, but he's dealing with a toe injury. It's going to make it tough for him to go. Uh, oh, Mark Jones says Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Oof. Um, you know, the Aaron Rodgers situation, and not to, you know, not to rile people up again because I don't think it's worth the time um, that – I, or the energy to to fight with people about this. And I don't want to fight with people about this. I just want to say that I'm disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. You guys know my opinion about the situation, why I feel disappointed in Aaron Rodgers lying to people, um, and why I feel him to be hugely irresponsible for what he did, not this past Pat McAfee show uh, appearance, but the first one where he decided that he was going to just let it all out and go full uh, Dr. Joe Rogan on us, which was... <laughs> Just so stupid. Um, so for Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I mean, I don't, but that's that's a different kind of bounce back, right? Like you have to re-earn my trust, not just not just because not just because of how I feel about the COVID nineteen situation, but like you lied to people, and now I'm supposed to you know trust you as salesman for State Farm commercials and the uh, the healthcare company that advertises with him locally in green bay that he's just lost and like yeah it's just a difficult thing to do i'm not saying that i won't ever trust aaron Rodgers again not a, yeah i mean whether i trust aaron Rodgers doesn't matter to aaron Rodgers, but i think that for his reputation and for who he is supposed to be in the world um oh wow the deal the odell beckham jr deal just came out and the money is uh man, the money is crazy crazy low uh it's funny um uh, you don't want to talk about it, but you're talking. I didn't say I didn't want to talk about it, Eric. I just like, I don't know how much more I can say. Um, and then I said what I needed to say. So it's done. Um, Rap Sheet just tweeted out the details on Odell Beckham Jr.'s deal. The Rams gave wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. a one-year deal worth up to $4.25 million, according to a source. 500000 signing bonus, seven hundred fifty k for the rest of the season. Another $3 million available. So it's total. I mean, it's almost totally incentive-laden. Another $3 million available in team-based incentives for how they finish the regular season and postseason. Tell basically just took a $750,000 deal. <laughs> a $750,000 deal uh, to go play in L.A., which is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. Um, who needs to bounce back? I'll tell you who needs to bounce back. NFL officiating because <laughs> after Monday Night Football this week, uh, I think I don't know what. Speaking of not trusting things, I don't trust the officials worth a damn. That he was directing. Yeah, watch this again. No, he's already reaching. Fowler already took. He was directing. Yeah, watch this again. No, he's already reaching. Fowler already took. He was directing. Yeah, watch this again. 
No, he's already reaching. Foul had already took taken. So you just saw a ref bait a player into running into him and then throw a flag on him for taunting when the ref, the way that the ref threw the flag so dramatically and with such, uh, <laughs> I mean, the ref threw a flag for taunting when the ref was himself taunting a player. It's just, it's so stupid uh, what you're just watching there. The refs need to, uh, the refs need to have a bounce back weekend. I'm sure that they won't because the ref, the officiating in the uh, the officiating in the NFL has been hot trash this year, so I have no confidence that they'll bounce back. But that's my Brian bounce back candidate for the weekend. Um, tape grinder rising. The Titans' offensive line needs to bounce back. It's true. Bobby Hart, uh, Bobby French, perhaps related to Bobby Hart. Uh, Bobby Hart uh, really needs to bounce back, and frankly, he doesn't need to be on the field. Uh, they they desperately need Taylor Lewan or even Kendall Lamb back out there because the Bobby Hart experience is so, so bad. Um, <clears throat> MB says, what a joke. Don't the refs have big enough problems this year? Yeah, it's really bad. Can we talk about accountability for refs? Yeah, we can, Zachary. But I mean, my, I'll tell you what Mike Vrabel told us on Sunday night. I wish that I had that clip prepared for you. Um, I asked Mike about the, uh, about the touchdown to Tyler Higby that was overturned. Um, and basically, you know, how long it took them to overturn that touchdown. And Mike just, I mean, he's frustrated because he's he's frustrated with the officiating and then comes out and says, uh, and then comes out and says, well, you know, or but doesn't say publicly, but doesn't want to get fined. So he says, yeah, you know, I don't have an extra angle that you guys do. If you have questions, tweet at NFL officiating and maybe they'll answer you. He said, tweet them. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, and he's right. Like what? I mean, that's the accountability. It doesn't public shaming doesn't do anything to them. Uh, the NFL's not doing anything to that official who baited a player into running into him. Like that's, that should be a suspension. It's ridiculous, especially when the amount of money that you have in your league uh, predicated on gambling right now, and you're going to let something like that potentially decide a game, man, that's trash. It's really trash. Um, NFL officiating sucks. I wouldn't want to do it. I couldn't do it better. I'll be honest with you. So maybe I'm just throwing stones for the sake of throwing stones. But man, I the NFL officiating situation is not good, Bob. Or not great, Bob. Like the line from Mad Men. What has been great is you guys all week long. Thank you, as always, for your participation. Um, well, let let me let me answer Zach's question really quick. What about refs giving press conferences or something like that? One, they'd never do that because the league doesn't want that to happen. Um, the league is protecting the officials. They, the NFL doesn't want them to do that. Now they do something called a pool report where one reporter speaks with the officials and it's transcribed. It's not like public, it's not live streamed or anything like that. Um, but yeah, there's a pool report at the end of the game where a pool reporter asks the refs questions and the refs can give whatever response they want. And we don't see it until it's in our email as a transcript. So, um, that's the closest to accountability that you're going to get from the refs, and the league's not going to change that anytime soon. Anytime soon, because they don't want the refs to, they don't want a replacement ref situation and stuff like that is collectively bargained with the referees' union and the league. So the league is going to back the refs in that regard, just as I mean by not suspending that referee from Monday Night Football. That's backing the refs, right? So there's your accountability. Um, all right, let's uh, let's. Let's wrap things up and let's call it a night. The next time we speak, it will be uh, from Nissan Stadium. We'll do primetime after 
The Titans play the Saints, and we'll discuss whatever the result is there. Radio show tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Time on 104.5 The Zone. Radio show was great today. Mina Kimes of ESPN was our guest. We talked about why Jeffrey Simmons um, is comparable to the Wolverine from X-Men. I think you'll enjoy her analysis there. So go check that out via the podcast if you don't catch the radio show live. Tomorrow will be Coach Dave McGinnis and King John Reed from Fox Sports Knoxville because the balls have a big game in Knoxville this weekend too. Enjoy the rest of your evening uh, and your weekend upcoming. If I don't talk to you on the radio show tomorrow, I will see you on Prime.